Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Employment Matters podcast, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the world. I'm your host, Cynthia Chung, partner at Deacons in Hong Kong. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical issues from ELA members in each region. On today's episode, we'll be discussing Indonesia's personal data protection law and its impact on employment documents. Joining us on the program is Shadan Aziz, partner at SSEK. Hi, Shadan. How are you today? And welcome. We're very happy to have you on our program today. Hi, Cynthia. It's great to be here. Wonderful. So um, I know that this is a, a fairly new topic, so uh, let's get going. I understand that a data privacy law was enacted in Indonesia. Can you tell us a bit about this and what it means for employers in Indonesia? Well, um, the new data privacy law or PDP law was enacted back in 2022. So it's not quite new, but the effects have been felt more recently. This is mostly because of the PDP law, even though enacted back in 2022, It will only become effective in October 2024, at which time companies or business actors will have to comply with this law. The PTP law also mandates the enactment of its implementing regulations, and employers and to the general public are still waiting to see this come into force. I see. So with this compliance deadline approaching and with the implementing regulations still yet to be enacted, what should companies in Indonesia be aware of in regard to the PDP law? So basically, the PDP law and the current draft implementing regulation have emphasized the fundamental need of consent, among others, in the implementation of personal data protection for employees. They also explicitly set forth to what extent employers are allowed to retain, process, and control employees' uh, personal data. PDP law emphasizes the importance of the consent of the data subject for processing the personal data. Now, aside from obtainment of consent, employees' data can be processed by employers to fulfill legitimate interests, um, contractual obligation, or legal obligations in accordance with statutory provisions. Also, we strongly note that employers are strictly prohibited from unauthorized processing of employees' personal data, of course. So how does the PDP law classify employers in Indonesia and their role in data processing activities? Okay, interesting question. So the PDP law clearly distinguished between the duties and obligations of personal data controllers, personal data processors, and data subjects. A personal data controller is basically any person, public entity, and international organization acting individually or jointly in determining the objectives and exercising control over the processing of personal data while a personal data processor is any person, public entity, and international organization acting individually or jointly to process personal data on behalf of the personal data controller. A company or employer is basically the data controller as well as the data processor, depending on whether it outsources the processing of the data itself, while the personal data subject is individual to whom the personal data is attached. So this is mostly the employees. The PDP law also asserts difference between general personal data and also specific personal data. Now, the personal data itself is personal data that can be used alone in combination with other personal data to identify a living individual, which includes full name, um, gender, citizenship, religion, or marital status. While a specific Personal data is personal data that is more sensitive and poses higher risk to the data subject if possessed 
by a non-entitled person. Now, specific personal data includes health data and information, biometric data, general data, criminal records, personal data of children, and also personal financial data. Oh, that's interesting because in mm-hmm. Hong Kong, we don't actually distinguish between general personal data or specific personal data. So this is something which I can see as a difference, but very interesting mm-hmm. indeed. So um, how has or how will the PDP law affect the employment landscape in Indonesia, do you think? So under the PDP law, it is now clear that a company or employer holding employees' personal data is acting in the role of a personal data controller. While various entities such as recruitment vendors and other companies act as data processors in recruitment processes, the company should shall hold the primary responsibility of the controller. As stipulated in the PDP law, personal data controls are responsible for processing of personal data and for implementing the principles of personal data protection. Ah, okay. So the employer at the end of the day is the controller and they can't sort of really get themselves out of their the responsibility, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, that is correct. Okay. So what are the specific obligations of employers who can't obviously get out of this role? <laughs> so what are their <laughs> primary obligations? So basic employers as, as personal data controllers have several obligations, including the obligation to show proof that the consent of the personal data subject to process their personal data. Also the obligation to maintain the confidentiality of the personal data and the obligation to prevent personal data from being accessed unlawfully. Now in terms of explicit consent that is required by the PDP law, in practice there are several ways of obtaining this consent from applicants or from employees during the recruitment process and from existing employees, of course. The PDP law does not explicitly regulate how this consent must be obtained. One way companies can obtain the consent is through a written agreement stating that the employee agrees or do not agree to provide their personal data and acknowledging that their personal data will be used by the employer for company purposes, as long as it does not violate laws and regulations. A company can also put in place an online system to manage employees' personal data. Now, in this case, the company can simply have basically a yes or no box to be ticked by the employees to confirm they agree or do not agree to provide their personal data and to confirm that employees also agree or do not agree to have their personal data used for company purposes. Again, as long as it does not violate the prevailing laws and regulations. So it doesn't seem like that a no objection or a non-tick or, or by silence is acceptable. Yes, that's, that's acceptable. Yeah. So <clears throat> what steps or actions should employers in Indonesia take? So they have, have to have a legal basis for processing the personal data of employees. So the legal basis for personal data processing by an employer includes the explicit and valid written or recorded consent of the personal data subjects which or the employees. So a company being a personal data controller requests to obtain the personal data of an employee and the employee must first provide explicit and valid consent of the processing of their personal data. Now, the implementation or enforcement of the employee's data protection should also be established in the employer's company regulations or policies and comply with preventing laws and regulations. I mean, this can become in several forms, among others, identifying the purpose and objectives of the collection and processing of the employee's personal data, developing internal policies, procedures, and or guidelines in relation to the data protection, implementing security mechanism to ensure the safety of the personal data collected and processed, conducting a risk analysis of personal data processing activities and using this to assess the appropriate level of security that should be applied. From time to time, reviewing information, security and personal data protection policies and control and improving them as necessary. 
And I'm sure that you and your firm could help clients do that, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, we can. <laughs> yeah. So in practice, what are employers in Indonesia doing? I mean, are they really doing everything that you said they should be doing or are they currently still not too prepared? What companies should be doing is should be determined on a case-per-case basis. I mean, depending on what kind of work the company is engaged in and the size of the company and the number of employees among other factors, of course. I mean, for example, a company that is a data service provider has to enforce a stricter personal data regulation than a company that's in the retail industry, for example. Now, generally, companies are expected to acquire quite explicit written consent from their employees when retaining them and processing their personal data and have a legitimate reason to process the employee's personal data, keep records of the personal data being processed and kept by the company, and also establish a internal policy in connection with the employee data protection. Companies also should typically have a knowledge and experience information technology team or an IT team to manage the personal data of its employees. But in most cases, companies draw up an agreement to reflect the employee's consent to their personal data being processed by the company, as well as establish specific guidelines uh, for the protection of the personal data of the employees themselves. So saying an employee consents to have their personal data processed by the employer, does the employee have any recourse if they wish to withdraw that consent? Yes. So this is basically the beauty of the new PDP law. It makes clear that the employee may ask uh, to have their data deleted. For example, if an employee feels that there are inaccuracies or errors in their personal data held by the company, the personal data subject being the employee has the right to terminate the processing and request of or destruction of their personal data in accordance with the provisions of the laws and regulations. Now, aside from that, the personal data controllers or the company are also required to delete personal data if, let's say, the personal data is no longer necessary to achieve the purposes and for processing of the personal data, the personal data subject has withdrawn their consent to the processing of their personal data. Like I said, there is a valid request from personal data subject or personal data was obtain or process unlawfully. Now, in addition to that, the employer has the obligation to notify employees in writing within three days of becoming aware of any failure in protecting the employee's personal data. So that is that is something that's made clear by the PDP law. Now, in that notification, it must contain at least several things, among others, a, the disclosed personal data, when or how the personal data was disclosed, and what steps the company as the personal data controller is taking to handle and recovered from the disclosure of the personal data itself. The personal data controller must be responsible for the personal data processing and must demonstrate accountability in fulfilling personal data protection principles. In any case, it is advisable for a company to create a data privacy policy that can be followed by employees and the company in retaining and processing personal data. You mentioned earlier that actually the PDP law has yet to come into effect and the implementing regulations are still pending. So can you shed some light on what employers can expect? As I mentioned, companies are in the process of applying the PDP law, even if there are implementation gaps due to the absence of the PDP law's implementing regulations. Now, just to mention one, there is an obligation by the PDP law is for the companies to appoint a data protection officer or DPO if the company is processing personal data for the benefit of public services, if the core activities of the controller have a nature, scope, and or objectives that require the the regular and systematic supervision of personal data at a large scale, 
And if the core activities of the controller consist of a large-scale processing of personal data that's specific in nature or in, is related to criminal acts. Now, implementation of this is also pending the implementing regulations to be enacted. The implementing regulations are expected to be issued this year before the PTP law takes effect in October. But as in everything in Indonesia, we can only wait and see. We understand that the Ministry of Communications and Information Technology is still revising the draft, implementing regulations, and still seeking inputs from business players and practitioners at this moment. The implementing regulation will play a very important role because it will cover several things, among others, the violations of the processing of personal data and procedure for indemnity, the right of personal data subjects to use and send personal data, the implementation of personal data processing, impact assessment of personal data protection, the procedure to notify personal data subjects of transfer of their personal data by legal entity to perform merger, separation, acquisition, consolidation, or dissolution, duties of officials or officers who carry out the personal data protection function. This is on the DPO that I mentioned, the transfer of personal data procedures of imposition of administrative sanctions and the establishment of the institution to implement personal data protection and the institution's authority. But again, with the recent elections in Indonesia and the new administration coming in, we'll wait and see how the implementation and enforcement of the PTP law will progress and whether enactment of the regulation of the PTP law will remain a priority by the government. Oh, wow. Shidan, thank you so much for this very interesting sharing. I'm sure the employers will need to be well aware of all the developments. And let's see whether or not, as you said, the PTB law will remain as a priority and in terms of implementing regulations. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have today, but it has been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you, Cynthia. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Great. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to connect with Shadan, please click on his bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by electing Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. In addition, search the ELA website where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers and on-demand content from our online library, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Cynthia Chung, and thank you for listening.